Listen, lover, there's so much power in learning to see ourselves clearly. So on this podcast, let's try. We're going to laugh together, possibly cry together, and we'll talk about why it's hard to feel our inherent wholeness, why it can be hard to feel awesome, and what to do about it. And good news, we're going to be aggressively compassionate to ourselves and others as we do it. Let's go! I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, my husband and yours, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hello. <gasps> so good to see you. Woman. Woman. <laughs> she was a thief. She, she stole, stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> oh, our kids are at that age where I keep thinking like, oh, we should show them this movie. And then we watch it and I'm like, They're, this is super inappropriate. <laughs> That's one of those movies. Usually we just watch it anyway. We are so excited to have you here. This is episode 182, Boodly Doo, Things We Have Bought, Use, and Love Gift Guide. This episode is brought to you by me on behalf of Craft Lake City. Craft Lake City is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to building the arts, science, technology, and just the general culture of Utah. And I am so honored to be on the board. And I wanted to tell you about an upcoming event that they are doing. It is the Holiday Market. So this is going to be in Ogden, Utah at Union Station. And it's December 1st and December 2nd. You can check out Craft Lake City on Instagram or on a website. I'll link to it in the notes. This holiday market is going to have 130 artisans, Santa. I'm helping decorate tomorrow afternoon. There's going to be a STEM center with all these like old school video games. They're going to dark it out with a black light. So you could bring your kids and let them do that. And then you could go shopping. It's going to be really fun. And you're supporting local artisans. So I hope you can check it out. I didn't even know you were going to be there and do this so this is really cool <laughs> do you love learning about yeah, what i'm doing I love, I love being brought information on the podcast <laughs> yeah i'm gonna drive what else don't i know i'm driving to logan tomorrow to help them decorate yeah. and i'm bringing like a car full of stuff i know nothing of this gonna... <laughs> okay well, i'm canceling all my plans with you that i had Canceling our hot date I had planned. Oh, please. Hey, I have been on the internet for a long time with a blog. No, you haven't. Shut your face. And I rarely do gift guides, but I love gift guides. And I was thinking, I've bought myself a lot of stuff over the last few years. Maybe warranted, maybe not. However, I wanted to share some things with you that I really love that I have bought and paid for all by my lonesome, <laughs> meaning these were not gifted items, promoted items. Also that I have used for a long time, especially if it's like an electronic item. I've used it for at least six months that I am telling you yes, this actually works, and things that I just love. And I'm going to have a link to a shopping list where you can find all of these things, and I'm going to add a few other things. If Eric thinks of some things, we'll add those. But I thought this would just be a fun way to talk about things that are bringing me joy, things that I'm loving, things that have enriched my life, and if it sparks an idea for somebody that you want to get a gift for, I can guarantee that it's not a piece of crap. 
Does that sound good? Sounds fun. Okay. I'm really excited, actually, to talk about these things because you know that I really just want to be like a QVC host, and I would be so good at that. Let's start now. Okay. So I'm going to start right now. So what you're going to see here, Eric, is this... (laughs) Usually they start with a problem. You know when you get home and the house is a mess, and your kids, there's stuff all over the counter. You need need (laughs) this rag. This rag cleans up kids, counters. I don't know. Wait, that's really good, except, okay, oh, I can do that. Okay, I'll start with this. Let's start with the problem. Okay, so you know how you have a closet and it's filled with all the crap, and no matter how many times you clean it out and organize it, it just gets filled with crap again? Mm. Or you're making little individualized poison bottles for people for a giant wreath that you're making, and... (laughs) Those are, these are very separate things. Wait, are we, is this the same product? Yes, Ooh. it is. Would you believe it? No, um, I wouldn't. So I have been a label maker purist, really only liking those old school like Dico label makers where you like pump your hand. But they are just really testy and I'm always dropping them and then they get out of whack. Anyway, I finally bought myself one of those new finangled label makers and I absolutely love it. Tell me more. It's <laughs> it's 30 bucks or something. And they've got all these cute typefaces. And I've just been using it like crazy. So we just organized that closet. And I made those little stickers with our name. That was cool. I like that my name is uh, in our house, in a closet <laughs> where I can like put my that's shoes. that's a novel thing for you. <laughs> no, no, it's not like my name's everywhere in the house. I'm just saying I like opening the closet. It says these are Eric's cubbies, and I like that. Okay, nice. yeah. Okay, so if you don't have one or if you know somebody who just is hard to buy for, I think like everybody can find a fun way to use a yeah. label maker. Yeah. Like even my dad, who's notoriously impossible to get things for. Can you see Craig going wild with a label maker? Yeah, I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, he Everything actually with, yeah. would go bananas. So <laughs> in that same vein, this year, I really returned to my scrapbooking roots. Mm. And I forgot how much I used to scrapbook. <laughs> Do you ever wish while you're sitting in a chair thinking about the past that you had a book? <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) So I bought myself one of those little mini printers and I've bought multiple ones over the years. I think mostly the trick is like you have to buy the paper to refill it. But I like this one. It's a Kodak step and it has this ink something technology where it prints without like ink. So it's just like you just have the little paper. It's Mm. probably like a Polaroid works or whatever. Mm. But there's an app that goes from your phone to the little printer. And I have really liked being able to print these little two inch by three inch sticky pictures and putting them in a book and just writing quick things to them. I was really good about it for the first four months of the year, but it doesn't feel impossible to go through my phone, maybe pick five to 10 photos from each of the months and just print those and stick them. Mm. I use like a sketchbook. Anything to get me off the phone I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm serious. This is something that I really like to do before bed. This is something that I like to do to unwind my brain, do something a little mindless, like I'm printing, I'm coloring. And in that inspiration, well, 
I've got some markers for you. You're going to freaking love. Our kids love these markers. I gift them to people. They're alcohol markers. Mm. So those are those ones that I use that all the kids have a set, the Ahu alcohol markers. Now, alcohol markers can be very expensive. Copic is like the professional brand. But alcohol markers were originally developed that people can use for like mock-ups and advertising. Mm. You think of those kind of sketchboards and Mad Men. Alcohol markers are really pigmented. They're like a permanent marker and they just are so fun and satisfying to use because they're, they saturate the paper so well. Is that what you made those signs for Fiona's room? Are those alcohol markers? Those are actually next on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but those, I absolutely, so those are the, so those are the Ahuhu alcohol markers. They're a great affordable alcohol marker. You're talking about the Posca paint pens. Oh, those are awesome. And I. Japanese. Japanese. I am obsessed with these paint pens. So if you think you've used a paint pen, I want you to just lose all preconceived notions of what a paint pen can and should do because you want that crisp, opaque, actually functional. It's like you're using real paint, but it's in the pen. So these have been so much fun to use. And I just experiment with them. I play with them. I've used them now as I'm making wreaths on wooden ornaments. My kids all want them. They're a little bit pricier because they're like a quality premium item. When we actually (laughs) were in Japan this year, (laughs) that's where they're manufactured. Mm -hmm. And I bought a whole bunch when we were there because I was freaking out because they were less expensive in Japan than they are in America, which makes sense because that's where they're made. So the Ohuhu alcohol markers and the Posca paint pens, if you would like to bring a little bit of creativity in your life or you have a teen, tween, somebody who's hard to buy for, those markers, like every single kid freaks out over those markers when we give them for different things because they all find different ways to use them. And I have also been loving stickers so much and I love tarot. So I bought myself this little set of miniature tarot stickers and I've been having a lot of fun with those using them as an inspiration for art I'll put them in the middle of a page and then whether it's embroidery or painting with the markers or the pens I'll just decorate around those little tarot stickers and they're really inexpensive a super fun gift idea for yourself or for somebody else who likes things arcane and mystical now another thing that has totally changed my life this year are my bows AirPods. Mm. So I have not had, I've been using the old school Apple AirPods for years and years. I wouldn't get the new versions. I'd use the older ones, the hard ones. I don't like, I'm very finicky about what's in my ears, but I do wear headphones like all day, every day. Cause I listen to so many books. <laughs> They're so effective at noise canceling that when you <laughs> yell her name or walk into a room she spooks because okay she can't hear you. I every think, time i think so i was wearing this was a bad idea it's okay. like living with a nervous cat <laughs> just, just always I was, jumping i was like that anyway so i still use my old airpods when i don't want to continue totally be dead to the world but i was wearing the bows and this is a newer generation of bows because i believe in the past they were bigger So if you are in the market, these are a little bit more expensive, but if you are in the market, I love mine so much. They're super comfortable on my sensitive ears. And I was, we were at a cabin for Thanksgiving 
And I, there were only two bathrooms for 12 people. And it was like late at night and I was going to the bathroom and I had my ear pods in and I was just sitting there and <laughs> as one does. <laughs> and I look at the door and I see, and I had locked it. I was positive I had locked it. And I see the lock turning. And Eric's dad opens it in his jammies. And he freaks out. He's like, and I'm like, ah! We both are freaking out. Because apparently he'd been knocking on the door. And I had those in. And I heard nothing. So then I just, I'm like, sound blocked out watching this lock turn. Anyway, that's how effective these are. And it turns out your dad had gotten the key because he was knocking and no one Because he was answering. knocking and no one answered. But also, what I don't take any blame. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so don't wear them in the bathroom when you're sharing it with a bunch of people. Something that you know about that I love is that Posum On, P-O-S-U-M-O-N, Dragon Oil. Oh, from China? Yeah, it's like, a, I don't know if it comes from China, it but like- it's a... It's so dragon oil. It it's not menthol, but it's what maybe it's eucalyptus. It's the other one that gives that kind of like nice warming sensation. It's, it's delicious, and it has this seriously beautiful fragrance. So if you have any sore muscles, yeah, aches and pains, good. I love that stuff. And I carry a bottle of it around in my purse. I'm gonna give you a link to like a three pack, but you can buy it single, and it is seriously just. The best. The nicest refresh. Yeah. And it's this cute little bottle, so it makes a good gift. It's fun. Posum on. But just a little bit, and especially if I have a migraine coming or a headache, I just will put some on the back of my neck if I'm feeling sleepy in the middle of the day and I just want a way to perk up a bit. I really love that. And it's a really thoughtful gift for somebody who's maybe been dealing with some grief, chronic sickness, aches and pains. Maybe they've recently been diagnosed with something physical that's difficult. It's just even if somebody already has something like it, they're excited to Mm. have another pain solution, Mm. basically. That's when I got really into it is when I was having so much pain in different parts of my body. And you just get you just need all the different solutions. So I highly recommend that oil. And also another thing that I absolutely love and get asked about all the time because I share it all the time is this white sage and Palo Santo spray. Um, It's from Big Lost Goods and it's a spritz and it's white sage or there's a Palo Santo one scented. And I think it's about $15 and it's for smudging. So it's for cleansing. So you can smudge by lighting some sage or lighting a stick of of wood. But this is just like a bottle you can carry around and I keep it in the side of my car. (laughs) And then I just will spritz myself like in between errands or in between activities because it's just a really great physical way to come into the body and to transition between events. Mm -hmm. And especially because I have a tendency to ruminate or carry experiences with me, I really having a tangible, physical way to be like, let's refresh, let's cleanse, let's let it go. And I really love that spray. It could be really fun for yourself or somebody else. Okay, so I think I've covered almost everything. I have a couple of books that are craft books that I have gotten in the last one I I just got, but I'm so in love with it. I already want to tell everybody about it. And another one I've had for a couple of years and I really love, and they're both embroidery books. One is called Mystical Stitches by Christy Johnson. 
And the reason why I'm obsessed with her book, and I, I want to try to get her on the podcast, is because she talks about symbolism and our connection to the physical world through symbols and metaphysical things in the most beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And her approach to embroidery and the art that she does, it's very sustainable, but it's also very focused on like a spiritual connection, the practice, the process. And she's so insightful. It's like you want the book even just as a book Mm. because it's so informative and it's got beautiful embroidery projects, but it's a really cool book. So I'm excited about that. Another book I'm obsessed with is Stitchcraft by Gayla Partridge. It's just super, super inspirational. Um, It's really fun. So if you're looking for a fun book, the last thing I'm going to leave you with, when I checked today, I think I paid $30 or $40 for it. And I've had it for two years. I had bought three or four other mini speakers that I can throw in a suitcase, throw in a purse that are loud enough that like when I travel, it fills a hotel room or a dance party in the kitchen, right? And it's just this, now it's only $15. Mm. And it's that little pink one that I carry around. All the time. And I bring it everywhere when I travel. I absolutely love it. And it's not like the best craziest quality or anything but it hasn't broken for two years (laughs) i think it's pretty good actually yeah it's a pretty good sound it's nice if i'm taking a bath or just doing anything even if we have speakers around the house sometimes it's just easier to have it's a little bluetooth one so you do have to have a phone or some sort of device that is bluetooth to have the music Mm -hmm. play on it but i just really like it and it's so affordable and I was I seriously bought three or four of them at thirty to sixty dollars, and they would all last for a couple months and then go crap. Mm. So I've been very happy with the battery life. I've just been happy with all aspects yeah. of it. So you don't necessarily have anything. <laughs> no, I looked through my purchase history of things that I bought this year, and it's all protein and books. <laughs> What protein powder are you loving? Oh, man. This is actually good. I've gone through quite a bit. Yeah, I know. The one I'm landed on is Jim, J-Y-M. It's really good stuff. What do you like about it? I like the flavor options. And I think from what I've researched, it's like a a healthy, nice protein. And so Jim, J-Y-M is what I'm... Is it a whey protein? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think. I can't remember... What kind? Yeah, protein is one of those things that can just be so gaggy. Yeah, the, the, I've tried so many, and this is the one that I'm that I'm liking I the most that. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty boring. It's boring, but it's part of my life. What is a book that you have gotten this year? Maybe one or two books that you have just really loved. I mean, the one book that changed my life more than any book that in the last 10 years is probably Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Napoleon Hill. Oh, you loved that. I, I liked it, yeah. but I don't know. It hit differently for you, I think. Yeah, just the way the premises he has. It an, is really inter- interesting. Inter- he inter- interviews the devil, and the devil teaches him how he plants what he puts in our minds and how he gets us in these hypnotic rhythms. But No, yeah, it is a book that will definitely will shift the way you think. It, it literally changed so much in my life. I. So yeah, that that's one that will be on my nightstand for the rest of my life. I love that. And I'd say one of the books that I am so excited about this year, books I've already talked about on the podcast, is that Tiny Humans, Big Emotions. Mm. Such an incredible book. 
also a really awesome gift for anyone. And the Creative Act by Rick Rubin, which yes, we talked yeah, about last that's a good week. One. Yeah, that's also so we will have a link to those. I hope this was helpful, fun. I had fun. Just did you <laughs> Does that count if I have fun? I had fun too. <laughs> I just yeah, we don't have to be consumers all the time, but I know we're gonna be buying gifts mm-hmm. and it's hard sometimes to get ideas. And I just was like, I will just tell you things that I have absolutely loved, recommend, and that aren't pieces of crap in my experience. And so we will link to those. Okay, you guys, this is so exciting. At long last, (laughs) you have submitted some Ask Allison questions. There's actually three, and they're very good. I am going to get to all of them, but I'm going to do one this episode. So this is something new I'm doing. There is a link to it in the show notes where you can ask a question. You can have it be totally anonymous, or if you want to put your name, you can. And this one is from Melanie. I've done a power hour with Melanie. Um, She's just wonderful and has been hanging out with me for a long time. So Melanie, I love you. And this is her question. Uh, My husband and I are planning a cross-country move next year away from our family with our toddler and soon-to-be arriving second baby boy. Woo! We are really excited. That was my woohoo, Melanie. We are really excited for the next new chapter of our family's lives, but obviously dread telling our family members who have no idea and will most likely be confused, even though my husband and I did this years ago, but before kids. We want to be respectful while also getting to the point across that we are excited and this is a good thing for our family. How would you handle telling your family about a big move that would take you away from them? Uh, that's such a great question, Melanie. And the, one of the reasons I wanted to answer it is because I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to the idea of essentially you are telling your family some news that you aren't sure how they will respond to. And your initial inkling is that they're not going to be thrilled about it. Um, I think everybody has been in this situation in another way or in some way where you don't necessarily want to tell them, but you're going to tell them. And I don't want to read too much into it, but I'm totally going to. What what I kind of pick up on when I hear your question, first, I pick up on you are an incredibly loving, thoughtful person who really prioritizes the feelings of those around you. And you really value the relationships of your family. So that's incredible. What a wonderful thing. Now with that, it does maybe feel like Let's say they're super mad at you. Let's say they take it personally and they throw a fit and they disagree. I can tell from what you wrote that you know, you and your husband know that this is right for you. So I want you to just sit in the seat of that truth because this happens especially with the people we love most, often our family, close friends. They can recreate our reality in a matter of moments. So I can feel one way about something. And if I talk to my sister, who I'm super close with, if she maybe responds in a certain way, I have noticed I will start to 
kind of like redefine my reality. And this is kind of a dangerous thing for me. And it's a dangerous thing for the person you're rewriting your reality for because you start to forget what you know and feel secure. And and the reason we do it is because we trust these people in our lives. Maybe we've had hard times in the past and they've been there for us. I think if you come to the conversation knowing that you, like you said, are very excited for this next new chapter, and that is true, and then you remember everyone gets to have their reaction. Oh, now this is my absolute least favorite thing to experience and to have to live. So I am telling you it, and I'm telling you it's not always fun for me to do. Your family gets to have their reaction, but their reaction does not need to color your reality or your truth. So you notice I haven't even gotten to the like, how do you tell them? Because truly, why it does matter a little bit how you do it, the intention you show up with, the energy you show up with, and the understanding that you show up with will change the entire conversation. If you show up feeling defensive and worried that they're not going to affirm your choice or they're not going to support it or that they're going to be sad, you're automatically going to be defensive and a little prickly. Even if you put on a nice face and don't show that, it's going to feel defensive and prickly. Remembering that your family being disappointed you're going to move from them isn't personal, but it's going to feel personal to them. And we, unfortunately, you you can't control that. <laughs> I know. It's so mean of me to say. You can't control that. And this goes for any news or decision that anybody tells their family. I think that a lot of times in relationships, we don't like to see, like, you love your family just like they love you. And they don't want to see you do things that are going to be hard and hurtful for you. So they might try to protect you. And this is you trying to protect them. And so if you come at this with kind of this, you know, attitude of, say, I don't know your husband's name. Let's call him Shmelanie because you're Melanie. Okay. So we'll say Shmelanie and I, (laughs) we have really thought about this and it might not make sense outside, but, but we feel so good about this. We're also just really sad and heartbroken to leave you, even though we feel so good about this decision. We're very excited. We hope that you can get excited, but obviously you get to feel how you feel, but we just love you so much. The energy behind that, obviously you can use whatever words, but the energy behind that, the expansiveness, I like you saying, here's how we feel about it because you're essentially telling them this is how we would like you to treat us, not like we're dying, um, but we're excited about this. And also just leaving some room for, I get that this might be hard. This might feel unexpected to you. This might not seem like a great idea. That's okay. Like we feel so good about it. And I think if you go into it with that type of energy too, you know, maybe, maybe not in a nice ideal world, your family would say, wow, we can tell Shmelanie and Melanie are very excited about this move. This sucks for us, but let's not make it about us, right? Now, is that going to happen? Maybe not. I don't know where your family is at. It's really the most, I believe, compassionate way to present the information. Because again, coming in, like, we don't want them to feel this way. We don't, you know, like, (laughs) and even the fact that you're like, we did this years ago. Like, this isn't, we're not crazy. I think that, I don't know if there's like a little bit of embarrassment or shame or guilt, right? You can ask yourself that's coloring your decision. I think it's probably guilt where you're feeling like probably, and Melanie, again, I'm reading way into it. You probably feel guilty because you're doing what's right for you. And that's probably, if I'm going to guess, not always what you do. 
you do it sometimes, but not enough that it feels super comfortable. And so you're doing truly what is right for you and prioritizing that in this situation, which with something like this absolutely is, I I think, the correct thing to do. It's just going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. So just notice that there might be guilt, shame, blame, any of those fear, any of those things. And You don't have to put on a ridiculously brave face just to prove to your family that you're excited too, because you are allowed to have multiple emotions at once. And so you are allowed to say, yeah, I'm nervous about these parts. I still know it's the right decision, right? And I think just having that transparent, open, beautiful conversation, that would be ideal. Now, if you have a family and anybody else who's listening, if your family has people who are are really manipulative and use information to wield against you, then you do maybe want to guard that information a little more closely where you can't be quite as open and transparent about how you're feeling, but you can clearly state, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. We love you so much. Here's how we feel about it. You know, and then it's an open conversation. Or if it's not safe to do that, again, you can just say, here's what we've decided. We love you so much. Regardless of what you say or don't say, the intention and dropping the defensiveness and the, the like hackles that rise, that is going to um, really color the whole conversation. So I hope it goes well. Congratulations on your upcoming move and your baby. I love babies. Um, I actually just am opening up power hour slots. I decided yesterday. And so there will be a link to those in the show notes. And I, oh, it's, I love, 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 love them. I hope you sign up. Thanks, Melanie. Hey, guys. It really means a lot to me when you leave reviews. We've got a really fun thank you thing we send you for that. So if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I'd so appreciate it. Also, thank you so much when you guys share just like little clips and snips on Instagram or even if you just text message the episode to a friend that you like that has spoken to you. All of those really help, especially as I am very committed and dedicated to showing up consistently with the podcast. I want you guys to be able to count on it, and I'm really excited to get the conversation going. So shoot me an email, heygirlattheallisonshow.com. Check out the Ask Allison. All of those will be links down below. And I guess I'll leave you with this. Only you can be, you beautiful, glorious creature. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. Do you have some more fun new, your Christmas music? Yeah, this will be, I was just thinking, I'm going to play I Saw Three Ships. Mm. And this is a good, if you're in the mall, kind of a jaunty tune, it gets you shopping. (laughs) So turn this on and enjoy shopping is my point. I Saw Three Ships, it's from my album Cozy Christmas. I'll link to it. (laughs) 